0: Now, Hiding in Plain Sight is some of New Zealand's most culturally significant artwork. These pieces were intended to enrich public spaces, but over the years they've fallen victim to the elements or privatisation or they've simply been forgotten. Now, in a bid to safeguard to safeguard our public art, is the country's first national register. Sue Elliott is co-director of Public Art Heritage Aotearoa New Zealand, she joins me now to talk about this initiative hi sue oh hello nice to talk to you what problem are you trying to solve here
1: um I think well as you as you said in your introduction a lot there was a big building boom in uh the nineteen post world War two and um the government were included in that, and a lot of artists worked uh, on public art for public spaces to enrich the spaces. And then slowly but surely, and particularly during the 1980s, a lot of those works were, um, the buildings were privatised and they were lost um, taken to the tip, they were covered over and a huge amount of those works have already been lost. So what we're trying to do is we set about seeking to find and document and protect what remains of that cultural heritage and uh, place it on a website where it can be publicly accessible and research and document all those works so that they're there for future generations.
0: So we can keep track of them and also I presume it'll be harder to get rid of the things or or treat them badly if they're actually on a register that everyone can see and and access.
1: Absolutely. A huge part of it is just public awareness and and people feeling pride in these works and knowing who they are and uh who they're done by. So on the register we've got a uh, huge number of household names among those that are listed. Uh you know, Rita Angus, Tonya Ashkin, Jim Allen, uh Colin McCann, Power Matchett. Pat Hanley, Rolf Holturi, all these people in the 20th century turned their attention to public spaces and and did some really significant works. Many are lost so we want to try and look after the ones that are left.
0: How many works are on the register?
1: Well currently as um, Ron Holloway said, my partner in crime, we've uh, we opened a box and out popped a mountain. So we are confined to just 20th century public works of art. And we're, we've launched our website in the register with 380 works. But we have another 900 sitting there uh, that we still just have to audit and, and wow. put up. Wow. So, The great thing about the work is the website is that you can not only look for artists or artworks, but it has, uh, you can view the works by location too. So wherever you're sitting, Jessie, if you went in, you could go onto the map and up would come works of 20th century public art. Near you. So that might form the basis of um, research for some people, but equally just being a tourist in your own country or, or people who have visited here. Yeah,
0: I was just at the Hamilton Gardens on Sunday and I didn't see Little Bull by Molly McAllister.
1: Oh, that's a, that's a classic. It's beautiful shape. It is. On the edges, actually. If you go into our website, you'll be able to uh, locate it exactly.
0: Um, There's a picture on our website, actually. Tell us about some of your other favourites.
1: Oh, it's very hard to pick favourites in a way with this, but if I think about something that happened very recently that we were involved in helping to get the ball rolling is, and you'd think something in the beehive would be safe, but of course... Uh, when it was refurbished, the mighty Joan Calvert and Guy Nan work was taken down and I suspect because the interior designers didn't think it went with the pearl luster paintwork <laughs> or it was old-fashioned or whatever, yeah. it was um decessioned out of Parliament and given to Te Papa. So uh, we started on making connections around that about four years ago and it went up this week so I must say that's pretty fresh in my mind because we had our, our the launch of our website at Parliament and there it was and in all its glory and Te Papa and Parliamentary Services worked together to put it back up on the site that it was uh, specially designed to go on so that's pretty exciting.
0: Yeah. How much work have you personally put into this? <laughs>
1: Don't ask me that. Um, (laughs) We've been working on it for uh, six years on the register, but it kind of weirdly came about through uh, another project like these things do. And Bron Holloway-Smith was doing research on E. Mervyn Taylor, who's another great artist of that period, uh, and trying to search and recover his murals and works that some of them have been destroyed, but some were there and document those. And the College of Creative Arts at Massey University um, decided to make that project part of their 130th anniversary. So I was asked if I would help Bron with that project. And informally, members of the public and other people would go, oh yes, but do you know about this mural or this work that's hidden behind a wall or used to be here and now it's gone? So we started an informal register um, and that grew and grew and grew. Then we did our own research and uh, so we've now got a research initiative that currently sits in the College of Creative Arts at Massey. And then the the great leap forward was that we partnered with the Ministry of Culture and Heritage, and uh, eventually we got funding from the Innovation Fund to do the website. And the, and the register is now accessible and, and formal, and we're still, still reach, researching for more. So it's a very exciting, if not exhausting, project.
0: Yeah, I have to say you've done a really fantastic job of it. Um... I'm just playing around on the map as I chat to you. The oh, website website is publicart.nz, and there are heaps of them. I, mean, I was just browsing around Hamilton, but um, even around me in Auckland, there are a few. Some that I knew about, some in places that I must have walked past, you know, once a week for the last ten years and never noticed.
1: Uh, that's exactly right. People do take things for granted, or just when you're on a mission, you're getting to work or taking the kids somewhere or whatever. Sometimes it's really just good to stop and look around and, and be a tourist in your own city.
0: Uh, do you think about the value of these things at all?
1: No, I don't actually. Um, no, it, the value is is cultural. And and the other great thing about these works is there's such a social history too. If you go into the site and you read who commissioned them or what they're there to celebrate or commemorate or, or a lot of the um, 20th century works after the war were um, Pākehā artists who didn't want to think that home was Britain anymore. So what did a a New Zealand identity look like? What did that art look like? And, you know, it's not stags at bay in the sunset. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, And, and, you know, a, a number worked with or were influenced by Maori culture and art, of course, because that was part of who we are. So... You know, now people might say, "Well, there's appropriation there," but the context of that is all part of our social history and and really important. And you know, it's a continuum, isn't it?
0: Give me one one more that you like.
1: Um, what one more? Well, one that I really like. I used to work in the building in Wellington, um, and it is now covered over. Is uh, so it's firmly in our sights. There's a Roy Cowan um, and it was in the foyer of a, of a building on Featherston Street and it's a huge ceramic work and I used to I didn't ignore it actually, it was near the lifts and I used to walk into the building and see it all the time. So it's I hold that dear for A, my own history, but B, now um, the fact that it's we've got to get it out from behind that wall and uh so I, I think of
0: that. Will that be part of this project to to try and unearth some of these things, or, or try and make them more accessible?
1: Uh, yeah, well, yeah. We uh, we call ourselves uh, detectives in a way. Uh, you know, the fine the finding is um, is fun. The research, um, but also, uh, yeah, it's 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 going it's going to be ongoing and. Uh, and we need the public to help us as well to find these works.
0: Tell you what, that Roy Cowan would take some hiding. Four meters by four point three meters.
1: It's a, it's behind a ball, uh, a wall. That's um, you know. Again, I didn't go with the you know. Dare I say it? Architects and interior designers uh, have been um, vandals in, in, in this a little bit. I mean, there it is. It's been covered over, and there was. Um, you know there's James Turkingtons and other ones that are behind um, under mezzanine floors or you know it's uh there's a lot there and what we need is people to be aware of them so one of our other kind of strings that we've been working on is to put plaques near um work so in Wellington we've uh we got the ball rolling with putting a plaque uh, next to the Guy Nan that's on the Government Print Building, or was the Government Print Building, mm-hmm. um, and again, just re- as recently as a month ago, worked with the Reserve Bank to put a plaque on the How the big uh, bronze work that's next door to um, the Reserve Bank. So. Just making sure that people, if they're walking by, they, they can be aware of those works and who nice did them. And they might want to go and explore it a little bit more.
0: Well done, Sue. Thanks so much Thank for you. telling us all about it today.
1: Oh, cheers. Thanks a lot.
0: And for the many hours of work. So if you want to have a browse, publicart.nz. There is a, an interactive map there so you can take a look at where you are in New Zealand and where your nearest piece of public art is.